Welcome, welcome, welcome to yet another edition of Inside the Lab, the Victory Square Technologies podcast. We're back after a bit of a break, and we're excited to bring you more conversations with the companies and the people that make up the Victory Square family. This episode, we hopped on Zoom to talk with Ganesh Swami, co-founder of Covalent. Covalent is a company with an API that's bringing visibility to billions of blockchain data points. By providing the richest and most robust data infrastructure possible for the entire blockchain ecosystem, they're helping the people that are building the decentralized future change the game. What can you do with it? A lot. As Ganesh himself says during our chat, Covalent is giving you the ingredients. What you choose to make for dinner is up to you. This isn't the first time we sat down with Ganesh. So over the course of this episode, we'll catch up on everything from how Covalent gained traction in the blockchain arena, to the growth of the team he's put together, and of course, the launch of the new Covalent token. We'll have more to talk about at the end of this episode, but for now, here's Ganesh Swami inside the lab. All right, it's another edition of Inside the Lab, the Victory Square podcast, and I'm here with Covalent founder Ganesh Swami. It's been 18 months, almost two years since you and I last sat down and had a conversation uh, formally. So here to be a, a good time to catch up again. Uh, how are things going, sir? Things are busy, as you can imagine, but I can't complain. Excellent. So off the top, I guess for I know there's a lot of people out there, both retail uh, and traditional investors who are perhaps unfamiliar with Covalent. So what's the elevator pitch? And has it changed since last time we talked? So what Covalent provides is a unified API to pull out your financial balances, positions, and historical transaction activity across dozens of blockchains. That is the core product. The pitch hasn't restarted out the company, now it's just substantiated with uh, some major players as customers. So there's actually traction and marketplace uh, market proof that this vision that we had three, four years ago is, uh, is, is a much needed uh, product in the space. So this API is a unified API. It's a, it's a developer product. It's not meant to be for retail. It's not for consumers. It doesn't have an end user facing UI, uh, the closest analogy would be something like Twilio, which is a telephony API, and you can build something like WhatsApp on top of Twilio. So if you look at our customers, the covalent customers, you have taxation providers, you have exchanges, you have uh, investor dashboards, you have NFTs, social tokens, lots of use cases. Uh, the way I like to think about the blockchain data is like giving you some some pasta and a can of tomato, tomato sauce, and it's up to you whether you make lasagna or something else that uh, suits your appetite. So we don't uh, really prescribe what the use cases are. The customers come to us with the recipe they want, and we just give them the ingredients, the highest quality top shelf ingredients that's available today on the market. So you're the infrastructure, and then whatever they choose to build on top of that is, uh, is up to them. Exactly. So what what inspired Covalent? Like, how did you 
how did you get to being? And I like the uh, I like the, the the line on the website. You're an index querying middleware solution. Uh, what 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 sort of clicked in your head to uh, say that there was a gap in the market for uh, for Covalent? It's a great question. So the founders come from an enterprise background, which means we have a lot of uh, expertise in getting these systems up and running. And then from an enterprise's context, they're not going to throw away their investments in existing processes, existing technology, and existing talent. It's just too expensive to do that, which means that if they want to adopt blockchain technology, they will need uh, connecting connectors, middleware, um, you know, bonding, uh, binding technology between databases and blockchains. So that was the core idea. Uh, we built out the idea at a hackathon, uh, actually one of another uh, Victory Square portfolio company, Bluezell. So we just showed up one weekend, built the prototype for Covalent. Um, it wasn't called Covalent back then because was, we we're not serious about the project. Uh, it was just a hackathon weekend idea ended up winning that hackathon and started uh, covalent around that. So this is the idea that for enterprises to adopt blockchain technology, they need a middleware solution uh, in, order to, uh, in order to adopt blockchains. Otherwise, it's just too expensive. It's just too con- time consuming. So that was the, the core idea behind covalent. Now, what we did not know is the market risk. Yes, this is a need. But that, uh, the prefix there is that blockchains have adoption, that enterprises actually want blockchains. And that was a, a risk that we're, a bet we were willing to make back in uh, 2017. And it's taken us a couple of years for that bet to play, play out. But the bet has played out exactly as, as we had envisioned, maybe plus or minus six months or so. So I think even the timing was pretty on point. Um, so yeah, that's, uh, that's the, the story on why, why Covalent. You've got through the harsh blockchain winter and you've come out the other side. Yeah. So, you know, uh, we have the battle scars to prove it. Um, so for the first two years, 2018 and 2019, uh, there was nothing going on. Uh, we had no customers, no revenue, no traction, no market presents. It's like, okay. Uh, we even got into one of the top incubators in Canada, the Creative Destruction Lab. And we were put in front of uh, hundreds of investors, top investors across the globe. And nobody really understood Covalent because uh, only customers will, because the use cases are so unique of how you can use Covalent. And investors who don't have operating experience cannot really appreciate the value of a middleware solution because they never deployed a system at an enterprise scale. So we got no heat from the market or customers or investors. And then 20... 2019, late 2019, early 2020, we started seeing signs of uh, traction. You know, customers are starting to, you know, nip at our heels and, you know, figure out what this is all about, whether it can, they were still unclear on this would solve a problem for them. It was very, very early. And then 2020 summer, DeFi summer hit, and then uh, things started flying off the handle. Uh, Suddenly we found ourselves profitable. Suddenly we found that we're not able to keep up with customers suddenly we found that uh, the opportunity is a lot bigger uh, than what we had imagined back in 2017. And there's this exponential adoption of blockchain technologies by all kinds of companies, not just enterprises, and they all need covalent. So the market, uh, addressable market, the size of the opportunity, the timing, everything was just perfect. So at that point, we decided to go out 
and raise a, a round of institutional financing uh, to scale and really go and nab at this opportunity. So that changed, I would say, in just three months. So in, in February of that year, we went out to raise a round of funding. The timing was probably the worst timing in, in for to seek. Um, so what also happened in March of last year, half of our competitors went out of business. Um, so also uh, to our, uh, like in terms of like timing. And then three months after we were able to close an oversubscribed round uh, and then close another round of financing and so on. How does it feel to get that, I guess that, I mean, if you're if you close two rounds of financing now, that I mean, that's got to feel pretty good, you know, considering, you know, that's a I guess a sign of uh, encouragement from uh, you know, uh, from the institutions out there. Yes and no. It's yes because we now have the financial and the balance sheet and the security, the safety net to uh, to dream big. No, because I think the work isn't done. It's too early for these victory laps. And right now, the way we are positioning Covalent is that this is the third breakout category in crypto. So for, let me explain why, why this matters, right? why, why uh, Covalent can become uh, much, much more meaningful in the next coming years. The first breakout category would be the trading venues, like the Binances and the Coinbase. Coinbase, uh, Coinbase went public last, uh, uh, last week. So that's an example of a category where you have market-leading, profitable, revenue-generating companies that are breaking out. The second category would be these custodians who need to hold custody of these assets. So you have companies like Anchorage and Bitco that are market leaders in the space, and we can expect an IPO in the next couple of years. The third uh, category is this data middleware querying indexing layer, because the inherent problem with blockchains is that all of the data is public, but actually that's not true. Like there's data is public in theory, but it's actually very difficult to retrieve that data. So you need a solution like Covalent. And our belief is that this is the third breakout category and it's gonna be uh, a huge, it's gonna be a giant in terms of the companies and the winners. So you can also already see the proof points. There's another company, not, not exactly competing with us, but they focus on uh, financial forensics. So they've raised over $200 million. So that's the size of the opportunity in this space. So Covalent falls into that bucket. So now what uh, our mindset has shifted is uh, we're strapped in for the next couple of years. You know, we want to capture and maximize the upside for all of our backers, all of our investors, for the team, for the space, for the entire ecosystem. And that's where our mindset is. So if you say it feels good, yes, it feels good, but the work isn't done, right? We're uh, basically at the, at the start of something that's going to be huge. And so we just have to stay focused, not get cocky, and, uh, and then uh, make sure we're delivering value every step along the way. Why is now the time for Covalent to uh, offer up its first token? So one of the curses of the space is it's so easy to do an unregulated offering. So you have a lot of projects, hundreds of projects that have gone out there and raised tens of millions of dollars with no product, no, uh, no validation. That's an extremely risky proposition. No traditional VC will write a check for $10 million on an unproven business model, even despite uh, having a serial proven team behind the idea. Because at the end of the day, you can change the team, you can change the product, you can change the technology, 
you cannot change the market. Market risk is something that uh, can never be uh, discounted or written off. So what we have done is we've gone out and we've proven out that this market needs covalent. And you can see the evidence of that with our 100 plus customers and all the market leading companies using covalent. So now is the time to tokenize covalent and really build a new kind of infrastructure with still its foundations uh, set in like rock solid foundation. So we have a product that has product market fit. It's revenue generating. We have a team that's solid, that's strapped and committed to see this project through. And uh, now's the time to go out there and scale the company. So I would say in some sense, this is uh, almost like scale capital rather than, uh, rather than risk capital for that initial seed of an idea. Before we went live, we were talking about uh, the growth of the team because it's blown up. Talk to us about the sort of expansion of the Covalent team because last time I shared an office with you, there was only a handful of people and you're now up to what, uh, 30 odd uh, folks? That's right. So uh, we started uh, with just two founders and we were two founders for a very long time, two and a half years. So Levi is the other co-founder who's been there since day one. And we've just been slinging code. Uh, I've been trying to close customers, but there was no market. There was nothing to do much on the business and go to market side. But we've just been building product in and day out and finding and tweaking and finding and tweaking and polishing uh, the product. And then once the market hit, once we were able to raise capital, uh, it was time to go um, capture the opportunity. So I'm grateful for the team that's uh, joined us on this mission. And I'm actually proud of the fact that I actually have the least amount of experience in the crypto space compared to the rest of the people uh, on the team. So I actually joke that if I were to apply to Covalent today, I would not get through the invest, uh, uh, interview process uh, because it's, it's such a high bar. The team is exceptional. So the way I've uh, built Covalent is think of it as, a, as multiple startups with a CEO reading, uh, leading uh, each department. So some of the leaders who come to mind is uh, Eric Ashdown. Uh, he is a superstar. He has been in the crypto space uh, for over six or seven years. Uh, he actually used to run an ICO crowdfunding uh, platform uh, a couple of years ago. So he's joined Covalent to grow our ecosystem. So he's head of the ecosystem growth. Uh, the uh, bottoms up adoption. So just like how we have enterprise sales, which is top down, we have bottoms up adoption, which is giving out the product for free and capturing the hearts and the minds of developers and then capturing their wallets maybe next year or the year after. And you can definitely do that. Uh, take it take it like a Stripe-like model or a Twilio style model where you don't charge upfront, but then you let them learn the platform. So we have Harish who manages that process. So we currently have three hackathons running concurrently and thousands of developers being onboarded onto the Covalent platform. So he manages that entire process. And then on the community side, we have Jackie, which uh, I'm sure a lot of your listeners are very uh, aware and very familiar with, uh, with Jackie. Uh, she was part of the VST family for many years uh, before, before joining Covalent. And she is leading the charge on the community side of things. So... Let me explain why community is a tier one strategic initiative and why Jackie fills a very important role at Covalent. 
So what is different about blockchain and crypto networks is the participatory nature of these networks, which means the token holders own the network. So imagine if you were an Airbnb host and you own Airbnb rather than a for-profit corporation strip mining the assets. So that's what it's, well, that's what, how this is different, which means the token holders have to be educated, have to be engaged, have to participate in all of the governance related features that Covalent has. And so what Jackie has built is this program called the Covalent Alchemist Ambassador Program. It's a program to recruit hundreds of people, teach them how to crunch numbers, how to uh, write communication documents, how to use the API, how to help us out. So we have this structured program where we're, uh, we're investing in their growth, uh, making them show uh, leadership and then scaling out the program. So Jackie leads that entire program and she's done a fab job there. We now have 20 regional communities and every piece of content that we put out gets translated into 12 different languages within, within half a day. So Jackie leads that entire process. And then on the financial side, we have Adrian Yonklas. Uh, Adrian is a serial entrepreneur, uh, angel investor in the Vancouver scene. He was a founder of a company called Finhaven, which is a, a crypto uh, collateralized debt company. Uh, they, they did a Series A a couple of years ago. So Adrian joins us as the head of research and the CFO of the company. So the advantage that Covalent has uh, is that these leaders act as CEOs, which means they tell me what needs to be done. And uh, I just uh, just said, said I, don't, I don't know what I'm doing these days, but you know, I just give them the support. I get on calls and check in, that's it. But these guys are executing to perfection. So uh, very humbled by the caliber of the talent that has joined us on, the, uh, on this rocket ship. But yeah, so that's just uh, the top leaders. And then the, the leaders who report to them um, are also exceptional. Uh, they're a little bit earlier in the career and so on and so forth. So that's uh, a bit about the team. Uh, we've been able to grow pretty rapidly. We've gone, gone from two people to 30 people in about eight months. Uh, so, you know, uh, none of the processes are in place. It's almost like jumping off the cliff and then reading the instruction manual on how to assemble your parachute. That's literally what it feels like. But, you know, I can't, uh, I'm not going to trade this for any other... Uh, any other kind of experience. You beat me to the punch on my next question when you were talking about what uh, Jackie's been doing with Covalent. Why is community important? Because it's been really awesome to see the explosion of international response, like not just not just across Canada, but literally across the world. People are going to town and really like, you You have captured the hearts and minds of, uh, of developers and uh, evangelists uh, around the world with Covalent. Competitors can copy our product. They can, you know, probably beat us out uh, on the team. They can definitely beat us out on the capital that they've raised. But one thing they cannot beat us on is the community. So I would say uh, many years ago, I, I laid out a master plan for growth. And one of the pillars of Covalent's growth is the community around us. If you look at what Covalent provides to the world, it's actually not much because we're taking something that's publicly available and then just cleansing it and then selling it back to the same people, right? There's no, no, nothing more, much more than that. 
But if you can build a second vector of growth where you're investing in people's growth, career growth, skills growth, leadership growth, I think that uh, reaches and speaks to a higher ideal. So this is how we structured it. Our goal is to hit 2,000 people, essentially have 2,000 people on our payroll. For those who are not in video payroll, I'm putting this in, in air quotes, but they're getting airdrops of the covalent token for performing tasks and being part of our community. They're not free airdrops. It, it's, an, it's a reward in exchange for, for uh, activity and the right kind of incentive and the right kind of behaviors. What we've done is there's no way for a small team of two people to manage 2,000 people. That's not how you build it. So what we did is we recruited 25 alchemists and we called them OGs. And then we trained these 25 people to recruit the next 500 and then the next 500 and then the next 1,000. So now we have this entire process built, builds up. So it looks, you know, for a lack of a better word, looks like a Ponzi scheme. It's literally a permit, but there's no no rewards for recruitment or anything of that sort. This is just a it's just a top down kind of structure, and then there are rewards and there's ladders and there's reward um, there are tasks that you can do. You can contribute in multiple ways. So we have three uh, avenues for contributing to the covalent network. One is uh, global expansion. So this is where you can manage our uh, our uh, channels across the globe. So we have 20 channels now. So uh, Turkish, Japanese, Chinese, uh, Korean, uh, Vietnamese, uh, Thai, Italian, French, Arabic, um, Bulgarian that just opened up today, India, uh, all over the world, right? And then uh, these are communities and they're getting all of our messaging and they're uh, they're just part of this 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 system, and every culture is uh, every community is a little bit unique. So, for example, the uh, Korean community had a K-pop meme contest, and they made this beautiful video of Jackie. I should share this with you. I saw it. She's posted. She's posted it. Jackie Lee. Yeah. Jackie Lee. Oh my yeah. God! Like that's this is why I'm in the space, right? And I watched it, and suddenly all of my my concerns and my fears and all the anxiety, they just melted away. This is how passionate this community is. So that's just one example. So that's global expansion where they're able to take the message and the vision of Covalent to their communities. The second is content generation. So content generation is, uh, is educating the masses on what the value of Covalent is. And uh, you, this could be video tutorials, this could be code samples, this could be uh, medium articles, this could be infographics. We have a variety of tasks in the content generation uh, category, along with creating memes, of course. You can't have anything without memes. And then the third category would be developer augmentation. This is purely on the product line where you're uh, engaging with the product, you're describing the use cases, you're uh, helping support uh, the API on Discord uh, and things of that nature. So we've seen pretty crazy uptake uh, every time we open up a season, we call them seasons. We are in season three right now, and we're recruiting about four or 500 people this season. We always get over four or 5,000 people. So it's always 10x. Uh, and then uh, we have a filtering process to 
and an application process to let them through. But yeah, this is, a, I think, the right way to build a community who's super engaged rather than uh, you know people who are just in for the quick, uh, quick buck. We may have touched on this previously in one of your answers to a certain degree, but what is it about Covalent that has secured the hearts and minds uh, over, you've got like a hundred different partners now building and succeeding with the API. Like if you could put your finger on it, what's what's the one thing that's really sort of got them? I would say it's the team. That's number one. In public markets, you have leading and lagging indicators. So revenue is an example of a lagging indicator. Like all the activities, all the sales activity, all the biz dev work that you do this quarter shows up in revenue next quarter. And if you don't have the right team in place, uh, you can't build product, you can't support it, you can't go to market, you can't out-innovate the competition. So I would say our number one metric is the team, the caliber of the talent we've been able to attract and, and retain and grow. Talk about Alpha Alarm. I really dig taking a look at Alpha Alarm on a weekly basis and seeing the visualizations so what, what was the idea behind that? It's, a, it's been an interesting journey. So back in 2018, as we were trying to figure out um, how to make money and how to be a real business rather than some side project, I started this research business. Uh, it's almost like an info, info content uh, business. And uh, we, made, we made some money with that. We were creating these uh, research reports. But then the market took off in 2019, 2020. So we phased down that side of our business. And now Alpha Alarm is the, the second coming of that research business, but it's not a business. I think now that we have the balance sheet to support and to fund this program, the primary directors behind Alpha Alarm is threefold. One is that it acts as a marketing lateral. We don't have to talk about Covalent. We can just show them what Covalent can do. All of those charts that you see in Alpha Alarm are backed by the Covalent API, which is the product. So one is marketing. Two is education and teaching. If you look at the Alpha Alarm that was published uh, yesterday, it was actually contributed by one of our community members. So this is a way to scale Alpha Alarm to the entire community. There's actually a, a, a high motive here. If you think back to 100 years ago, we had to call in a mechanic to crank start your car, your engine. But today, you can start your car from your smartphone. It's really that simple. The same thing has happened with data analysis. We as a society have outsourced number crunching and data analysis to the politicians and the journalists. We haven't been doing a good job of that. This is why there's so much anxiety and confusion over numbers in politics and vaccination numbers and COVID numbers, nobody trusts anyone. Uh, trust is at an all-time low. So I think it's time for society to take back control and arm themselves with these basic data analysis skills. So the second uh, initiative, second motivation there is to teach these guys uh, how to crunch these numbers, create these visuals, tell stories, build a narrative, and so on. So we have nine people going through the bootcamp right now. It's all part of a Alchemist, uh, the program. You can apply and be a part of the Alpha Alarm army. That's what these guys are doing. In fact, one of our Alchemists is going to be a co, uh, is going to join me as a speaker at uh, one of the universities, at the University of Hague. I'm speaking at it tomorrow. 
and Leilani is going to be uh, speaking on her experience as an alchemist. She she learned how to crunch data through covalent. So that's, I think, uh, we're already seeing early results there. The third thing is to push this uh, industry forward. So there are some kinds of models, some kinds of structures that you can only do when you do data-backed research. So we have a unique vantage point in the space when it comes to seeing uh, what the next wave is. So we want to be pushing the frontiers of what's possible, what the human thinking is about these new protocols, the new adoption, the new waves. And so I think that's uh, a personal bias of mine where I continuously want to invest and push the industry forward. So that's the third mandate that the Alpha Alarm, the research team has. It has a cool ring. Uh, We have a pretty cool uh, set of people hanging out there and uh, it's bringing a lot of eyeballs. The Alpha Alarm gets uh, posted on Cointelegraph. So if you're on the premium email list on Cointelegraph, you get access to Alpha Alarm. So it reaches a few thousand people there. It also gets translated into Japanese. So Crypto Times Japan, they uh, publish Alpha Alarm uh, in Japanese, and we're working on uh, Spanish and Portuguese outlets. So there's a great distribution reach uh, with Alpha Alarm. Really getting the eyeballs internationally. No, that's that's very impressive. 2021 now, you've been in the game for a bit. What's it going to take for large-scale blockchain adoption to really kick in for the mainstream? And the more I listen to you talk about gathering community and bringing people together, I almost think that's it. No, it's here. It's here. I think, uh, you know, how it becomes, uh, it's quite before a storm. That's what it is, Right. And there are multiple waves that are happening. I don't think we'll ever go through a bear market again, to be honest, because these these categories have become so big. If you look at traditional, like pure pure evergreen or uh, a greenfield crypto projects getting banking licenses, that's never happened uh, before 2021. If you look at institutions entering the space, like two ETFs approved in Canada, that hasn't happened before. If you look at the corporate treasuries, moving a part of their uh, treasury into Bitcoin, that's that's new. If you look at uh, all of the DeFi products, all of the social tokens, if you look at the, uh, the waves that are happening, it's all new and it's all very exciting. But the one thing are the stable coins, the uh, central bank digital currencies, uh, the proposal, the winning proposal for the Canadian uh, central bank digital currency was written by one of our customers. So that's an example of how we are able to really penetrate into these uh, deeper enterprise government uh, uh, systems and get uh, get covalent uh, airtime that it needs and it deserves. So I think uh, we're here. The next big wave, which is going to open up uh, an explosion, is when DeFi and fintech merge. So just like how internet has disrupted traditional banking institutions, DeFi is going to disrupt the existing fintech players. So you're already seeing that, for example, Venmo has added crypto experiences just yesterday or the day before. So it's happening. About a dozen of our customers are traditional fintech companies that are adding crypto experiences. It's too big to ignore these days, especially if you want to reach out to a, a, a millennial uh, user base. Just, you know, it's inevitable. The addressable market for covalent massively, massively expands. I'm talking like thousand X, and the opportunity is just going to just explode. So we're we're ready for that. It's going to be slowly and then suddenly. 
So with that in mind, what does the rest of 2021 look like for Covalent? What's, what's coming up that uh, people need to know about and that we can talk about? The first thing that's ongoing is our public sale. So we've announced a public token sale on CoinList, and uh, we're actually taken back by the, uh, the demand there. We've gotten over 200,000 registrations. Uh, these are people and uh, investors who have uh, gone through KYC. So that's uh, hundreds of millions of dollars waiting on the sidelines to, to partake in the sale. Unfortunately, we are not raising that much capital. In fact, in this space, the problem is there's too much capital. Uh, so that's exciting to see. The sale opens on the 29th of April, which is next week. Uh, and it'll, I think it runs for a couple of days. So yeah, so that's, uh, that's happening. And then the, the actual uh, token is going to be live and it'll be trading on all the popular exchanges, hopefully. So that's still a uh, work in progress. And then the mainnet will be live. So that's also work in progress. Uh, so the product is up and running. But I do want to highlight that Covalent is a slow company. And let me qualify that, which means that every decision that we make is, is thoughtful. And it's uh, we're more in the lines of just kicking back, relaxing, and taking a chill. So you're playing the, the summer, long game. The long game, exactly. The first uh, four or five months of this year has been wild. The team has uh, put up with uh, 65, 70 hours uh, week after week after week. Uh, our systems were like ripping last night. Uh, engineering team had to be up at 3 a.m., for example, right? That's just like across, across the entire company. So in the summer, starting May for four months, we're going to a four-week uh, day. So Monday to Thursday, that's it. Every weekend is a long weekend. So that is something that uh, we're moving towards. And then we'll pick back in the fall. So what's coming up is the token sale, the token launch, uh, the network it goes live, and then just more customers. It's just, uh, I think the engine is, is here, just cranking up and getting this flywheel run, it's spinning faster and faster and faster. What haven't we talked about that we should? Recruitment. A big shout out to all of my uh, peeps out in who are all the listeners here. We are recruiting across every category in the company, engineering, product, sales, uh, developer relations, community, marketing, uh, name it. There's a role for you, operations. So if you're uh, interested in the crypto space and if you have the passion and you have the, the stamina to... Uh, uh, to to live through a bear market, it's not just sorry stamina to live through a bull market because bull markets are crazier than bear markets. Uh, then definitely give us a shot. Uh, you know, reach out to us. I'm I'm very available on social media, on LinkedIn, and we he have answers all job, his email. Uh, postings open. Always answer my email exactly. So easy thing. Just go to the website and just contact you there. Covalenthq.com. If you want to keep abreast of our announcements, we have an announcement Telegram channel. All of our announcements also go out via email. So sign up for our newsletter. We have a few thousand people there. Follow us on Twitter, Telegram, LinkedIn. Uh, Alpha Alarm is its own brand, so it has its own uh, uh, social media profile. Yeah, so we're we're uh, we're pretty available, pretty open. Last words. Anything you feel the need to share? Well, I just want to. Uh, uh, show my gratitude to the team at BST. BST were the first ones to write a check into Covalent before it was called Covalent. 
So thank you to Shafin and the extended team, James and uh, Wahid and uh, the entire family. It's been, it's been years since I've met them in person, uh, but I hear they're all doing really well. So it's awesome to see uh, the entire family go through a rough patch with the bear market, uh, but things are good. But uh, never forget who was by his side when the times were difficult. So shout out to, uh, and to the VSD fam. That was Ganesh Swamy, co-founder of Victory Square portfolio company Covalent Inside the Lab. You can find out more about Covalent by visiting their website at www.covalenthq.com. If you enjoyed this episode, all that we ask is that you spread the word. Wake the town, tell the people, with a repost or just let someone know. We'll be back again soon with another episode and another conversation with a member of the BST Portfolio family. But until then, remember to subscribe to the BST newsletter at victorysquare.com. We'll see you back inside the lab real soon.